listen to this man, he got some good news for you. Hey, everybody, gather near, the doctor's in the house, so lend him your ear. The things he can say might even make your day, he might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house, the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you, I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, the doctor's in the house. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored, and show number 488. So we'll continue to talk about anti-aging hacking. How do we increase our health span to equal our age span? How do we stay young at an old age? Thank you, everybody, for listening. This is Dr. Ron. I'm enjoying what I do and trying to bring you up-to-date information every week. So we will talk about mitochondria today, as we did last week. We will talk about methylene blue today. But in keeping with uh, you know our subjects over the last four weeks on anti-aging, again, uh, I have to show you that uh, and point out to you that the Environmental Working Group has today uh, come out with an overview overview for cancer protection, and they say toxic chemicals in the environment are a major contributor to a cancer risk. There is no risk-free level of exposure to cancer-causing chemicals. The lower, the better. Cancer-causing chemicals, they say, can lurk in almost everyday product you can imagine. Candy, toys, clothes, hair dyes, pet food, and as we've talked about, fragrances, shampoos, laundry detergents, reducing your exposure to items that have been potentially harmful, that have potentially harmful ingredients is a great way to safeguard your health. So we want to prevent cancer not get into the situation where where we have to treat cancer. Cancer affects all of our communities, doesn't it? Some more than others. We cannot rely on the government to protect us from toxic chemicals because they fall short in that in that regard. They cannot regulate or ban them. We have to learn to study the ingredient labels. And to that end, I would say, you know, go to ewg.org and download your copy of Cancer Causing Chemicals, ewg.org. So before we get on to, I, I want to bring you up to date on something else that came out today. Living next to a noisy road can increase your risk of high blood pressure, according, according to a recent study. The amount of noise coming from traffic directly correspondent with, with the increasing chance of developing hypertension. And this was data from 240,000 people. 
Road traffic and traffic-related air pollution coexist. Researchers recommend modifying noise from road traffic. So again, if you're you know if you're looking to buy someplace, check out the environment. See how many high tension wires are above you. See if if you can hear road traffic because it might contribute to your hypertension. Well, another public service announcement. When was the last time you walked through the aisles of your local pharmacy and thought to yourself, I better stay clear? You don't think there's a health hazard in your pharmacy, do you? But in, but unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, that is not the case. According to a scientific study from the University of Sydney in Australia, a, a variety of over-the-counter painkillers could have a negative impact on your immune system. Specifically, they looked at the immune responses linked to acetaminophen, Tylenol, and the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs like ibuprofen and opioid analgesics. Some of their findings were scary. They found that, that drugs that are called antipyretics, they relieve pain and and reduced fever like acetaminophen, ibuprofen, and aspirin showed a tendency to, quote, reduce desirable immune responses. Not in everybody, not in everyone. But don't, don't let us dismiss the, that fact. We don't want to rely on over-the-counter painkillers. Once a company is allowed to sell a product over the counter, they do not have to put in the package inserts. So you don't really don't know all the side effects. Talk to your health care provider about supporting your body's natural immune response, not hindering it. And there's you know vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, elderberry. There are options that your healthcare provider can recommend to you. So, ladies and gentlemen, who, how many times do you hear, hear people say, they're, I'm running on empty. I don't have enough energy. I can't have an, I don't have enough energy to get me through the day. Why do some people have boundless energy, boundless vitality when some people struggle to stay awake? Well, these symptoms have to do with cellular energy production. The energy that is in our cells that helps us to do everything. And where does that energy come from? If you listened to last week's show, you know it comes from the mitochondria. These little powerhouses that are inside of our cells, they produce all the energy we need to stay alive. 
and when the mitochondria are in decline, we push through the day on sheer willpower. Why? Because we don't feel we have enough energy to get it all done. That's our mitochondria, ladies and gentlemen. Our mitochondria provide our energy, 90% of it at least. And as I said last week, they are also involved in immune function and they can't do both at the same time. If you're sick or chronically have a chronic disease, your mitochondria will be supporting your immunity and they will not have enough time to produce the ATP, that energy carrying molecule that's found in the cells. Healthy mitochondria are crucial for our energy and other processes. If you have an infection, the mitochondria change their direction and activate our immune system to help us fight off that infection. You know how we get tired when we have a cold or a flu, that fatigue portion of it. The mitochondria are shifting their energy. They're not making that ATP. They're they're going over to an immune function role so you can handle that infection. So that's why you're tired. And if you're like the 85% of people over age 65 that have some kind of chronic disease, you see why it is possible now that you are chronically fatigued because your mitochondria are not working. The energy production is down and reduced. The mitochondria have shifted their main focus toward the immune system. So we have to support our mitochondria. That's why we want to try and get rid of the toxic products that we've been talking about. We don't want them to build up in our body and inhibit our mitochondria. We want to take those burdens away. So the mitochondria can be healthy and be there for us when we need them to heal us. So we have to reduce toxins and pathogens. So we bring them down and we lift the mitochondria up. And then we have a good operating system. And our mitochondria will be healthy and happy. And beside what we have talked about by having a nutrient-rich diet free of processed foods, avoiding inflammatory foods like the sugars and the artificial ingredients, those artificial sweeteners, the diet sweeteners, D-I-E sweeteners, they do not help us. We want to eat fruits and vegetables that are laden with vitamins and minerals and antioxidants. And we want to have healthy fats, 
like coconut oil and olive oil and avocados, not the vegetable oils. We want to choose our meats that are grass-fed, pasture-raised poultry, wild-caught salmon, not Atlantic farm-raised salmon. And occasionally, if we can get it, we would we would love to eat wild game. That'd be great for our mitochondria. And something that will turn you off, I know, but consuming organ meat such as liver, kidney, heart, and tongue can be beneficial to mitochondria. I know it turns some people off, but it's it's good for our energy producing organelles called mitochondria. Regular exercise is also going to support our our mitochondria. Reducing stress and quality sleep. How much do we have to go into that? How much do we have to um, how often do we have to remind you to get rid of the Wi-Fi at night, decrease your exposure to electromagnetic fields. Is there, do you really need that watch on your wrist? Most people being right-handed wear it on the left side, left arm, and right into the uh, heart's meridian. Do we really need that? So we want to have energy because and because energy is everything. And when we have energy, we can heal ourselves. But our modern world is uh, energy depleting. We are constantly, are we not being bombarded with frequencies and vibrations that are harming our bodies? I'm talking about Wi-Fi and dirty electricity. So we have to, among other things, always understand our energy profile. And I cannot emphasize enough about EMFs. And not all EMFs are harmful, right? I, I give you that. Because we have our, our bodies communicate, our cells communicate with electromagnetic fields. But it's the man-made ones. And, but, and if you're involved in a situation where you feel burning sensations or warm sensations in your face, like a little sunburn or some prickly, tingly sensations on your body, if you always feel like you're getting a cold or a flu, if you're having problems with concentration or pains in your teeth and jaw and you don't have cavities, aches and pains, nausea, palpitations, you want to look. You want to look at electromagnetic fields. I just got back to this this page here. If I knew what was up, I'd be playing golf. But I'm just trying to get some information out there. 
So Wi-Fi is really critical, right? You don't hear much about dirty electricity because nobody talks about it. Dirty, dirty electricity is when the power lines and wiring within your home contain frequencies other than the 60 hertz. These surges and spikes are caused by things found in a typical home, huh? If you have a solar system with converters, if you have smart home appliances and you have lights with dimmer switches, they can cause spikes and surges within our body that can affect our, our immune system and may cause irregular heartbeats and that these other symptoms we just talked about. The LED lights, supposedly environmentally friendly. However, LED is not good for our bodies. Compared to traditional light bulbs, they expose us to far more blue light, and blue light interrupts our sleeping patterns. And it's cumulative in our, in our retina to cause damage. And you know, now they're getting smart. They're putting... Uh, the ability of LED lights to connect to the Wi-Fi as part of our Internet of Things, it just exposes us more to electromagnetic fields. So that's why we want to avoid those things, and okay, as well as support our, our mitochondria. So let's talk about methylene blue. Methylene blue is a chemical. One of the first patented drugs, by the way. And it does affect our brain. Methylene blue was actually used as a dye. Then they discovered it could also reverse monoamine oxidase inhibitors, which could make it an ideal treatment for neurological conditions. It affects our brain. It's a self-regulating antioxidant. And here's where we want, where it's important for us today is that it improves the efficiency of mitochondria, which, as I've said, are the powerhouses and responsible for our our physical energy, and our mental energy. And there's lots of research on methylene blue in PubMed. If you look at PubMed, you'll find, according to this latest count, 14,546 studies on it. So it's, it is a well-studied compound. And there are studies there to show how it can treat dementia. And, and it is used a lot for memory and, and dementia. And the, the University of Pennsylvania actually has a study posted uh, with pre- and post-functional MRIs showing improved brain function. And it has loads and loads of uses. 
Methylene blue inhibits nitric oxide synthetase. That's really important. You know, everybody thinks nitric oxide is uh, a wonder drug and it's this, the uh, it's the compound that's, that is secreted when you take Viagra. And you may get some short-term vasodilatation, which means your arteries get bigger. But long-term, it has negative effects on our body. And as you may read, that people that take Viagra have a heart attack. It's because long-term use, it causes vasoconstriction. Methylene blue inhibits that. And it can have reproducible effects on lowering blood pressure and improving cardiac function. There are a lot of people that have vasoplegia. We've talked about the vagus nerve, the longest nerve in the body. It's both fight or flight or relaxation and repair. Well, if you have two, an an imbalance, your blood pressure could drop. You could get quite tired. You just, uh, your heart function goes down. Well, methylene blue has been uh, used successfully in treating vasoplegia. And just so you know, it's, it's not only used to help your mitochondria, but it, it is used to treat, you know, Lots of different blood blood problems, memory conditions, nerve functions. It's antimicrobial. It's used in some urinary tract infection medications. But at low doses, this compound, methylene blue, has been shown to protect the brain from disease by acting as an electron donor, just as when we... We talk about earthing. Earthing donates electrons to our body, which is anti-inflammatory. Well, so does uh, methylene blue. and helps us to maintain our ATP, our energy production, so we can perform better physically and mentally. So our mitochondria need glucose also. And methylene blue is also able to stimulate glucose metabolism. And low doses of methylene blue act as an antioxidant for our mitochondria. Think about all this. Think about that. What a great compound. And in animals, it's capable of reducing the mitochondrial damaging effects of amyloid beta. Found both in amyloid doses and early dementia. out of the Department of Psychology and Pharmacology and Toxicology at the University of Texas in, in Austin, a paper titled Neurometabolic Mechanism for Memory Enhancement and Neuroprotection of Methylene Blue. Now that's a lot of positive effects for this compound.
what an inexpensive way to improve memory and treat memory impairment and neurodegeneration that is associated with mitochondrial dysfunction. Methylene blue is unique. Its effects are not determined by regular drug receptor interactions or drug responses. It shows better effects at low doses than high doses. That's called a hormetic dose response. So at the low doses, that methylene blue is an electron donor. And according to Dr. Ray Pete, a noted researcher and author, mitochondrial metabolism is now seen as the basic problem in aging and in degenerative diseases. So if we're looking for a hack, how to stay younger, what to use for anti-aging, methylene blue, think about it. And since it does control nitric oxide, the body really gets more efficient in generating energy. Combine that with red light therapy, and it's remarkable. So modern scientific research today is discovering that basically all known diseases are characterized by widespread dysfunction in metabolism. Our energy supply is inadequate for our health, so our health suffers. If we don't have enough energy and our health is suffering, we get symptoms. And what do the the allopathic physicians do? They have 32,000 officially classified diseases to label you with. But regardless of what symptoms are named, there's only one disease and one route to recovery to focus upon, and that's metabolic function within the cells. That's our mitochondria. So once we tackle our nutrient deficiencies and our chemical toxicities, our high metabolic rate can be restored. Energetics, energy, healing energy is everything. So methylene blue. Trying to find the citation uh, for for when it was uh, patented. I think seriously, it was the first patented drug in the United States. But I can't find. It. If I find it before the end of the program, I'll yell it out. So it's great for our mitochondria and our memory, and it has lots of other ones. But boy, isn't that two good reasons to try methylene blue? And there's different uh, ways of using it. You can use it as in a homeopathic doses where you, you just let it put it in your mouth. Uh, or you can take a certain number of milligrams depending on your body weight. 
And a low dose of methylene blue would be 0.5 milligrams per kilogram. So if you weighed 110 pounds, you would take uh, 25 milligrams a day. Again, you want to definitely check with your healthcare provider. Get his or her opinion on uh, using methylene blue. If, you, if you're the average 150 to 165 pound person, 35 to 37 and a half milligram dose, and you want to buy pharmaceutical grade methylene blue. Now, methylene blue can be found at pet stores, but it has uh, lots of chemical additives in it, especially it has heavy metals like arsenic. Can't be good for you. So we want to look for a pharmaceutical grade. And more, more than likely, you will be diluting it with water. So one website recommends diluting one milliliter of 10 milligram per cc. That's a, you, if you buy the dose of methylene blue at 10 milligrams per milliliter, you take one milliliter of that and put it in 99 milliliters of distilled water and you use a dropper full a day under your tongue. And others actually use the doses as a, that I told you about, a half to one milligrams per kilogram. And the other thing I would ask you to do, because it's really so important, and that's to check your thyroid. To make sure that your thyroid is functioning properly. Right? Because if you're, that has to do with energy too, doesn't it? So the blood tests are not always accurate, I'm sorry to say. And Dr. Broda Barnes, MD, PhD, wrote years ago about taking your temperature. Body temperature is regulated by your thyroid gland. Your, your body temperature is colder. In the 97 range, 97.5, rather than the 98.6 degree Fahrenheit range, you may have hypothyroidism. It may not need a drug. It may need support to get it built up again. So if your temperature is an indirect measure of your metabolic rate. So... If we take 98.6 as our metabolic rate uh, normal, then we could say well, if, it's, if we, we get up in the morning, the first thing we do, take our temperature and it's 98.6 degrees, we're okay. Go ahead then and we go ahead and uh, support our mitochondria. But every single degree drop in our temperature will significantly reduce the rate of chemical reactions in our body. And therefore, what? Reduce the amount of energy generated by our cells.
Now, you know, I have been talking, I say the future of medicine is now. Because we can use uh, energy healing. In my interview with Dr. Gerald Smith on energy healing, we talked about different frequencies. So if you have a spooky two or you have a Rife machine, 741 hertz, remove toxins. 963 hertz activates our pineal gland. And 528 hertz has, will actually repair our DNA and release negative energy. Specifically for mitochondria, the range of energy for them is between 8.73 and 22.3 millihertz. Okay, so using energy, using frequencies and vibrations, training, exercising, eating a good diet, a nutritious diet free of uh, processed foods, supplying our mitochondria with healthy fats like the MCT, coconut oils, and olive oils, and avocado. Uh, we can uh, have effective treatment for our energy deficiency. You should have no problem uh, searching for methylene blue on, on the internet, pharmaceutical grade methylene blue. Some people, I know I have a friend, all that he does is take three to five drops of a 0.1% a day. And that would be if you diluted, like I told you earlier, one cc of a 10 milligram solution into 99 cc's of distilled water. And I have other friends that take, take more. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, we, we want to stay healthy as we age, and we're going to do that by avoiding toxins and supplying our bodies with good fuel. And uh, we're going to think about using methylene blue. I can tell you that uh, my family uses it. I guess one other thing is important. You know, it's hot down here where I live in Florida. And I see people just uh, sucking on water all day long. And that's important. If you're thirsty, please drink. But if your urine is, is white and with no color, not straw, not yellow, you might be drinking too much water. That's something else that can make your electrolytes drop and actually uh, make you tired. So you have to be careful of your water intake. That's tough for me to say because uh, some people uh, don't drink enough in the hot weather. You see them sweating and they're not drinking at all. Well, they, there's a nice happy medium in there someplace. So if you're in check, you can may just follow your, the color of your urine. If it's pure white, you're drinking too much. 
So uh, I would also like to refer you to uh, to Podbean, Dr. Will Wong, Dr. Will Wong, W-O-N-G. He just put out a, there's a 10-minute Podbean episode talking about multiple sclerosis and metformin. Uh, if you know anyone with uh, that problem, the multiple sclerosis and the anti-diabetic drug metformin, which is also an anti-aging drug, according to these some societies, I uh, would uh, ask you to, to check out Dr. Will Wong and his latest 10-minute uh, uh, podcast on metformin. That being said, thank you for tuning in. Have a great day, great week. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hey, everybody. Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you I'm sure he can tell you just what to do the doctor is in the house the doctor is in the house let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house so if you have a pain call the doctor if you have a strain call the doctor let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. See you next week.